0: The unofficial fan cast where we hang out, talk about all things King Paul's and Improv on Except today, it is Shotgun Saturday morning. That's right, boys. Yep. It
1: is 7.48 a.m. on a Saturday. Not 9.48 a.m. for moi. But I'm awake. It's all
0: good. <laughs> anyway, like usual, we contain spoilers left, right, up, down, front, back, you name it. There's a spoiler for it in here somewhere. Today we will be talking about King Falls AM episode twenty-seven. Cronkite broke off, Ben Arnold, And improv on tape, season three, episode one. Hedwig comes with more. Um. Anyway, let's get started. I'm Dana, and
1: I'm tired. <laughs> also, no one has done. Talk also about. known as don who's been up since like 4 a.m <laughs> don't mind me boys and girls if you hear snoring in the background it's me it's it not you one of us. it's totally <laughs> me
0: unless i'm actively reading or talking it could very potentially be me so <laughs> just so we know um announcements let's see today is national archaeologist day so everybody go onto twitter and give pearl a hug
1: yes indeed pearl much respect love to you okay. big big hug to pearl
0: give our own king falls resident indiana jones a hug um i had another announcement i can't for life let me figure out what the hell it was oh um audio verse voting ends on- i was just
1: i tomorrow. was just
0: gonna say that that was my other announcement was audio verse ends tomorrow um the voting does and if you are in texas or virginia i think virginia's voting registration might still be open um you need to get your asses out and vote guys
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Texas or virginia is not far behind texas with their antiquated laws Right now, in addition to the um, abortion ban going on in Texas, which is not just about abortion, it's about everything else. It's about straight up controlling women. Today it's abortion. Tomorrow it's birth control. The next day it's going to be your voting rights. You think I'm joking? I'm not. Virginia is not far behind. Um, So don't get complacent. Don't get stupid. Yes, I know. I heard the little blurb where trump was telling his cult members not to vote in 22 and 2024 mm, don't buy into that bullshit don't get lazy get your ass out and vote anyway because you know yep. he's gonna change his mind and they're gonna go vote anyway
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so that's it for my rants well i have a few rants, so i so, have i
1: have rants <clears throat> i have rants but we're out of time constraint so, my rant my rant is- are these number one, that the audio verse universe would not nominate or um, enter Mission of Zix for any awards at all? That is a travesty. That is a travesty in the podcast world because I said so, because Mission of Zix is goddamn fucking glorious. And they're, they're, they're amazing. Like, other than King Falls AM, I have never been this invested in a podcast before. Um, it's just, it's that good. I literally repeat the season every single time I get. Um, and also, apparently, somebody not related to Girl in Space has claimed Girl in Space as their own Intellectual property. Then that's not a thing you fucking do. Not cool, guys. Come on, that's not fucking cool. And obviously, the person that did it probably doesn't fucking listen to this podcast. But if you do, fucking give it back. It's not your shit. Right. That's not going to be one of us. He is not impressed, and neither am I. So no, that is that, motherfuckers yeah what she said
0: I forgot about that but it's also you know almost eight o'clock in the morning so my brain has stopped functioning or hasn't started functioning <laughs> at this point there's not been enough caffeine yet today um, anyway um on with the show oh actually I take that back um I hear a certain Mr. Eric Kimmelton has some Certain video of some recordings that may be stashed on his laptop or something somewhere. What just saying, I think as your biggest, most vocal, most outspoken fans of improv, um, we deserve to see said video.
1: Ooh, are we talking outtakes? Um, oh, oh. i Of the improv? Outtakes Outtakes. will watch the whole recording of the whole show. Outtakes of the King Falls AM.
0: No, of improv. Hmm. Outtakes of King
1: Falls would be great. But but if there were outtakes of King Falls AM, I mean I wouldn't be sad to see those. Yeah, I'm sure
0: there are some of those somewhere. Um, according to our favorite narrator uh eric is kind of uh a pack rat when it comes to keeping a hold of those things of the recordings so there may or may not be some outtakes of those but i was talking about the video mm-hmm. zoom recordings of improv
1: which so i think we deserve to see uh, you know you know let me <clears throat> hold on eric cupcake sweetie i would say i would say love muffins but we don't know each other that well yet i made you crack up laughing when i sang archie's palm tree palace on uh the anniversary <laughs> last year in 2020 so i think i think because i made you crack up i believe that you could um inspire inspire and and make our lives complete by releasing some of said video i think you know it would be a kind gesture for us fanatics out there Should put it on patreon i'll pay for it yeah patreon where
0: the fuck's the patreon we're in season three of improv it's about time we got some patreon up in here um you know, I'm just saying.
1: Also my- I'm wondering I'm wondering if they if they can't do a Patreon because it's like because obviously Harry Potter isn't their original work. And um Charlie and the Chocolate Factory isn't their original work, so they can't do it.
0: No, because um there are others that do reviews or do book clubs or even some that actually you know read said books what have you know like patreons or they may not it may not be patreon but they do like coffee and stuff like that they do other oh god here goes dawn with her her red Sox cap yep red Sox.
1: they're not even playing today that's okay that's okay you know what they dropped game one but that's okay because it's still early in the season. They're gonna whoop the Astros anyway. The Astros are like, you know, that's what they are. The Astros are shitty, so I'm not worried, not concerned. Oh, World yeah. Series, my I boys. Take
0: for it because I don't follow baseball. You must know. follow the sports ball. Sorry, but anyway. Eric, that was just something for you to think about, something for you to chew on. You know. Yep. He said, we'll pay for it. We we aren't proud. We will beg and we will pay. We aren't proud people.
1: I will beg not so much for paying because <laughs> I paid off my motherfucking car yesterday. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, so clap. I I gotta I gotta save up the monies for a new car. Yep, but you know that's okay. Yep, that is okay.
0: Keep running that one until it's in the ground and you can't run it anymore,
1: and then you'll by then you'll have the money for the new car. Oh, or at God least no. down payment. I'm gonna friggin' I am gonna friggin run it until I get about <sighs> three to five grand saved up. Which shouldn't take me, it'd probably take me two or three months. And then I'm fucking getting the fuck out of it. I'm not gonna wait until until they have to like tow it out of the parking lot.
0: <laughs> no, see wait till then, then you have
1: more money and you buy a better car. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but I'm buying I'm buying a new car. Like a new new car. New car? Yep. Well then say you get a bigger down payment and then your payments are less. Cause I fucking deserve it. Not arguing. Yep. <sighs> uh,
0: but anyway, I see our our time is taken away slowly. Cause some oh, people, yep. <clears throat> Don, have to work today. Mm-hmm. Um so <laughs> yes. I get to go back to bed. <laughs> yeah 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 rub it in i will don't worry about it um anyway on with the show um so like i said king falls episode 27 cronkite broke off ben arnold which not laid down Gus? sorry i cut my finger the other day and he every time i put my hand down he keeps trying to lick where i cut it um this episode originally aired on june 1st 2016 we open with Chet and Sammy doing the opening um, because Chet is covering for Ben, who, as Chet would say, went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Because um, Ben has not returned to the show since uh, the previous episode and because he's tracking down Emily. Chet announces that Miss Trudy from Sassy's House of Ass is going to be bringing by his dinner later since he is stuck there covering ben's ass while he's out quote chasing tail chet chet i love you chet you're my favorite chet you're the sexiest voice in the world chet be a little a little better chet yeah um
1: but you know bad. what chet gets chet gets told by sammy oh he does chet gets better the smackdown is laid yes. chet gets
0: much better as time progresses but, you know, do better, Chet. Um, I wonder how Chet's doing. Hey, Trent, you know. how's Chet doing? Yeah. Chasing Chet. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Let Chet know. Uh, yeah, anyway, Sammy doesn't like the fact that he's said chase and tail either. Um, and he's like, yeah, don't refer to them, You know, you know, don't refer to that. And also, he doesn't like that the girls from Sassy's keep coming over to the station and Chet's putting them on the air.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, there's whole podcasts about that, Sammy. It's, it's all good. Um, Sammy tries to ch- tell Chet that he doesn't have to stick around. He can leave, which, you know, then of course just pisses Chet off. Fuck it. I had, I'd take a paid day off, Chet. I don't know what your problem is. Um, Sammy starts to talk about what's going on or what's coming up on the show, <clears throat> Jordan Aaron is calling to talk about the palm tree that she got from Archie and Chet has no idea what a palm tree is. Google book that shit, Chet. Um, they open up the phone lines and Sammy reminds Chet that this also includes all callers, including the guys. Chet answers, lucky line seven, and it's Pete chet of course pretends that he can't hear pete um and sammy's like nope nope we hear him it's just fine pete's calling to tell them that he saw ben running around town but he's giving sammy a hard time about not quite remembering when or where because of the attitude that he's getting people give pete attitude i don't understand this um Pete acts like he's trying to order a pizza. Extra anchovies, Pete. Come on. Don't be disgusting. Wrong. Wrong. Just so gross, Pete. So gross. Um, Chet interrupts with a story about Pete's mom telling Pete to let them know where he saw Ben. And he won't tell all the listeners about, you know, the Pete's mom story which naturally freaks Pete out. And I'm not going to lie, it would kind of freak me out too. A little bit. That would still freak me out. Um, he tells Chet not to disrespect his mom, which, you know, you know calls him a dirty so-and-so. Um, and Chet's like, yeah, you don't know the half of it. Um, so anyway, Pete says that he saw Ben up on Beauregard Manor while he was patrolling the grounds. Sammy's like, dude, what the fuck is, Pete do- or is Ben doing up there? Like Pete knows. He didn't talk to him um he took off while pete was doing four was popping wheelies on his four-wheeler um and then he called sammy and chet evil and you know asks chet you know how do you know my mom chet and chet's just like she's a real nice lady in the skeeziest way possible um Chet does offer to tell the rest of the story to Pete, but he instead starts crying and hangs up because <laughs> he's never listening to the show again. Um, <laughs> you know, until next until week. Until the next time. Yeah, until the next time. Uh, <laughs> and Sammy's like, you know, dude, what's the rest of the story? He's like, a gentleman never kiss and tells, so ask me again at the break. Um, and then, you know, leaves with a reluctant tip joke. Because, uh, you know, Chet dick jokes. Come on. Um, Sammy asked the listeners to call in if they've seen Ben. Next call is Doyle. Once again, Chet's like, Can't hear you, man. Sammy's like, no, dude, but he might be calling about Ben. Um, Doyle is up in hollybrook And he's uh, he hasn't seen Ben, but he does have some breaking news. He um he and his he had his friends pick him up and carry him out of the house past his cursed lawn. To Arts House Films. Um, it's a place where they pay, play indie movies, um, but it's only for the hippie dippiest of cats. You know what I'm saying? So that's, of course, why Shotgun hasn't heard anything about it.
1: Uh, yeah, Sammy's not cool enough.
0: Yeah, Sammy's not, Sammy's uh, apparently a little not hippie enough for that. <laughs>
1: surprise me at this point. Sammy, at this
0: point in the game, is is still pretty straight-laced. And metal as hell, and I love it. (laughs) But anyway, Doyle's not feeling the groove. He goes outside for a little smokey smoke. When somebody runs into him and steals his wallet, Doyle, you know, gives chase. And then it's the damnedest thing he ever saw. Um, When he was chasing the guy... Some other dude pops out of the shadows and whoop a chow And roughs up the other guy and throws Doyle's wallet back to him and ties up the perp to wait for the popo. Uh, Chet's like, first of all, what the fuck was the Wapa a chow thing? Um, and then Chet refers to this other guy as a shadow man, which kind of freaks Sammy out. He's like, no, 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 don't, no, don't call him that. Um, and then Doyle's like, the guy was shimmying up a drain pipe And ran across the rooftops. Um, Chet's like, could this be Ben? Sammy's like, no. I've seen Ben trip while sitting down. (laughs) Me too, Ben. Me too. I feel (laughs) you. Right there. Okay. Um, And Doyle did call Troy um, about the mask guy. And he looks back. And the the mask guy looks back. And he's like, be afraid. Be afraid of
1: the dark
0: Dark. so this is our first intro to the dark Uh, he thinks the man's trying to tell him something about you know his closet door that opens in the middle of the night but sam is like nah it's just tagline um so anyway doyle called him at king falls calls him the king falls batman to which he sings you know nanner 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 batman um And Doyle tells the guy that during the chase, he got lost and he's asking them to Uber him back. So Chet, you know, has some technical difficulties, which Sam is going to give him a pass on this time. And they, um, this time, the the call accidentally dropped on poor Doyle. Sure, Chet. Uh, Anyway, they go to break. But before they do, Sammy tells the listeners again, if you've seen Ben give a call in. Um, if they know anything about this mysterious masked man, call him about that too. So we have a commercial from one of, I think, Don's favorite characters, Mr. Ernie Salcedo from Ernie's Mufflers as well. as <laughs> And he just wants everyone to know that he's taken a sabbatical here for the next, you know, in the next few minutes. But hey, Ernie, you can't go on vacation when my car or truck has some who's what's it problems. Or how can I peruse a leather bound book when you're off gallivanting or whatnot? And honestly, it's kind of why I like Ernie too, because it's who's he, what's his, what's nots. But not to worry, both businesses will stay open during his extended absence and what have yous. So if your car needs a look-see, go to Vincenzo and he'll get you what whatchamacallit's in good working order. Or if you're the reading type, ask for Bob, He doesn't talk much, but slip him a note and he'll get you whatever it is you need. And just remember, citizens of King Falls, he left his businesses open while he was on, you know, his his extended leave and wasn't that nice of them, just in case, you know, he might need a group of 11 or so of his esteemed peers to give a good opinion about him later. That's, you know, he's always thinking that, aren't he? He's a thinking man
1: oh yeah i know ernie i I think ernie can be can be described in many terms but i'm not sure if thinking is one of them
0: well you know he thought ahead enough to keep his businesses open Mm. true i mean i'm not saying he's got the highest iq in king falls but uh you don't get to be in Ernie's position without having some at least, you know, street smarts and street smarts and what you're um, anyway, we get back to the show, back from the break. Um, and Sammy's telling Chet he doesn't want any part of any kind of train. Chet. Not on the air, Chet. Come on. Um. And of course, shotgun is crushing Chet's groove again (laughs) anyway yep but they are on the air and so you know they want to know again has anybody heard from from ben um or if sorry i've lost my place um if anyone's heard from ben or if okay i put down her name as Lena, but I don't think that was her name from Sassy's. If she can still come t- tuck Chet in after the show. I think I'm gonna put the wrong name in, in my notes. Listeners, if you know, That's correct fine. me. If not, don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. We never hear from her again, so it's not really that big a deal. Um, Chet opens up the phone lines, and this time is line six. It's Ben's mom, Betty Arnold. And she shuts Chet down right away because he's like, hey, how's it going? She's like, No. Oh, sorry, Miss Arnold. How's it going? Um, she hasn't heard from Ben since Emily disappeared uh, he stayed there for a couple of nights and then he disappeared on her so she hadn't heard from him in a while either Chet starts singing Chet does have a nice voice I'm, I'm not gonna lie um, he stayed yeah like I said he stayed there for a while but he got restless he hasn't been sleeping she's hoping they can help she was listening to the show when Pete called in His friend Petey, that's what she calls him. Um, Sammy and Trent, or Sammy, did send Troy a text, and he was headed up to where Pete saw Ben. And he assures he assures Betty that if he hears anything, he will let her know. Um, She's like, "Yeah, call me or text me anytime, day or night. It's fine." Sammy again reminds the callers how worried everybody is about Ben, and if they see him, please tell him, tell him to call somebody. Anybody about it? Um, Chet reminds everyone that in a few minutes, Trudy is bringing him his late night snack. Trudy, don't make me hurt you in the parking lot, I will take you out. And, um, oh yeah, then they have that girl calling in about that dog. So Sammy tells Chet <clears throat> that she claims she got a bad palm tea. Drama ensues with Archie, as always. Um, The hotline rings. Sammy's like, oh, good, maybe it's Ben. But nope, it's Archie. He's calling the hotline because he has a scoop. Juice, and I quote here, juicier than an oiled-up Italian stallion on his favorite telenovelas, which, yes, we all know are typically Spanish, not Italian, but he doesn't have the sound on anyway. So he doesn't care what language they're speaking. Um... let's see sammy's like yeah it's okay you can call on the hotline um uh, jeez i lost my
1: call me on my telephone
0: (laughs) i lost my damn place again why because i'm tired people that it's that hotline bling it is it's hotline yeah because sammy's like why are you calling on the hotline he's like you know i thought i could he's like yeah you can after 10 o'clock it's fine whatever um and he's like so okay so why are you calling and Chet's like, is this about your fake ass bitches? Which, you know, then of course, Archie, drama, angry, all over again. And his dogs are purebred. Archie, they're a mixed breed. They are not purebred. Got it out. And they are so pure that if Adolf Hitler would have do- had dogs, Adolf Hitler would have had dogs, he'd have wanted one from the Palm Tree Palace. Um, not the best reference you could possibly be using there arch i'm just saying um and besides didn't you know hitler have dogs uh, but anyway now he's worked up so chet tells him you know come on hurry up trudy's almost there with his quote food um so sammy just sends him he's like chet go get your get your food just like see see ya he's out um he's hit his dude quota for the hour and he'll be back at 3 a.m So Archie's friend, Lisa, who used to work at the Benton Dent, but got laid off for changing the dates on some milk, texted him that she saw Ben. But in true Archie fashion, it wasn't really Lisa who saw Ben. Renee called Lisa to tell her that her son, Thomas, who... Okay, wait, now I'm losing track of control. (laughs) Sorry, okay, Renee called Lisa to tell her that her son Thomas, who was coming home from work and saw his friend Terry, who happened to see Ben's car, come to think of it. Maybe he shouldn't trust anybody who changes the dates on milk. Same was like,' oh, should get to the damn point?' Um, was like, okay, yes, yeah, silly. Sally, Ben's car was seen around Glen river Glen River Road. About five minutes ago, so Ben's like, "Could you have gotten to Glen River Road from HFP three? that quickly?" Um, thanks, Archie. Tells Archie, you know, he's basically hanging up on Archie, but he's like, "Email Merv. You get a free Palm Tree Palace ad. Just no Hitler references." And then, of course, hangs up on Archie before he can give him, you know, Merv's e- Merv's email address. Smart. Um. Well, and that, and I don't think Sammy has Merv's email address. I mean,
1: come on. I don't on. think he does. I don't think he does. Oh, no, wait a minute. He's got to have Merv's email address.
0: Wait a minute. You can talk to Merv by phone.
1: Because he sent Merv an email. Hmm. Yeah, true, but that's down the road.
0: Is so it he, down
1: the road? No, I mean, because technically he sent his, he sent his, like, stuff to Merv. And that's how he got hired.
0: Well, yeah. So. He reached out to Merv, but he didn't necessarily reach out to him by, by email. He could have reached out to him by phone. Uh, true but yeah eventually somewhere down the road he does email merv about his contract um anyway at, at this point sammy kind of has that little light bulb moment he realizes exactly where ben is headed um and he makes a frantic call to mary um, mary jensen answers the phone and you can hear ben in the background banging on the door trying to get tim to tell him where emily is while mary is yelling at him to get away from tim and to not wake up the kids um she gives him the phone and tells him you know sammy's on the phone talk to him and sammy's like what the hell is going on like tim and mary are our friends ben what the fuck um ben insists that tim knows what's going on and sammy's like dude come on tim doesn't know what's going on with Tim half the time he doesn't you know know what happened to emily he's not helping things uh this Is not the way to go about this. Tim's been through way more than anybody can imagine. Um, and in spite of the rainbow paint and prison projectors, he's still we know Tim's not gonna be much of a help at this point. Um, and Ben can't attack a man who's out of his own mind. Uh Ben kind of breaks down like he just misses Emily and and he just loves her so much. And I get it, because my heart was breaking for poor Benny too. Um, he can't think he can't stop thinking about her. And he's still convinced it's all his fault. And what if she doesn't come back? And what if she's gone forever? Um, so of course, you know, Sammy tries to calm him down and tell him he's getting Troy to go pick him, you know, pick Ben up. Ben's like, oh, crap, you know, I've really fucked up. You know, let me apologize to to Tim and Mary. But you know, Tim's already gone back to sleep and and he didn't wake up the babies, so Mary's not that pissed about it um sammy says he's going to a break but mary stops him because she wants to tell him um you know she tells ben to sit down and get some water she wants to tell sammy that everything's fine um and she understands it she gets what ben's going through he just came he came to the right place but just for the wrong reasons um and that tim doesn't even know you know where he is most much of the time much less, you know, what's going on. And Sammy, you know, again apologizes for, for Ben. Um, and he just isn't in a good place and would otherwise never accuse Tim of some stupid being ridiculous. Mary agrees, but that it says that it's not really ridiculous. And that ever since Emily disappeared, Tim has been more, quote, active. Um, he, She's caught him chanting, mostly gibberish. She can't understand what he's saying. Uh, He comes in and out of conversations. She's tried to take him to a doctor, but he snaps out of it as soon as they realize where he's going. Sammy offers to try and get them help, but Mary's like, first of all, you don't need to be helping us. You got bigger problems to worry about with Ben. And also she's tried to take him to doctors and Tim changes as soon as she starts thinking that he starts thinking that people are onto him um and she didn't tell him about emily so he does she doesn't know if he knows specifically about emily but he knows that there is something going on and that whatever it is it's not good and that's where that call ends and that's where the episode ends on king falls so this is not for the first time we see that there's a little somewhere going on with mr tim indeed um and of course mary is is worried about it but of course you know it's her husband and she loves him so she's not gonna treat him like you know she's not gonna kick him out but she can't figure out how to get him help either and i get it um this is you know kind of where they start bringing in you know issues of mental health and how it's important. And, and even though we eventually find out exactly what's going on with him, still important. So everybody take care of your mental health. Um, but yeah, we get it. Um, but yeah, anyway, on to improv. Sorry, I'm checking the time here because I know Dawn's on time constraint. Um, on to improv. Uh, this episode originally aired back on September 14th of 2021 is season three everybody's back um, Chris mistakenly asks everybody to describe in one word how they feel about what's going on in season three Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets Owen is the first to go and of course his answer is erect nobody else gets a response at this point and it's owen come on chris you asked owen we love him but come on uh anyway everybody's excited to get started off with the season and continue with harry potter we do get a previously on harry potter recap um of season one a lot of stuff happened no one died double Door calls all the kids little shits he screws over slytherin at the end and makes gryffindor the house winners And we all know what happened. Um, So we, we, and if not, you know, it's out there. Go listen to it. So we start with chapter one. Um, Harry is back with the Dursleys for the summer. He talks about how his summer is going so far, um, and it's about as well as can be expected. He's no longer in a cupboard under the stairs. So I guess that's, you know, a good thing. Um, They keep throwing socks at him. Yes, folks, the socks are back. Um, Okay, sorry. Staring off into space and Dawn's asleep. I'm not asleep. Dawn's asleep. (laughs) I'm not. I am (laughs) rusting my eyelids. My grandfather used to say i'm quietly <laughs> my grandfather used to say i'm checking the insides of my eyelids for holes
1: <laughs> i am i am checking the back of my eyelids for holes i haven't found any yet but i'll let you know when i do all right you do that yep uh anyway they keep throwing socks at him um
0: he waves a piece of wood at aunt petunia uh casting spells and making her hair catch fire apparently it wasn't his wand it was just a piece of wood i good for him he can cast spells without a wand um they argue about hedwig because she's noisy uh dudley is upset that she's making a nest in his room petunia says he can put hedwig in her room with her and vernon in their bed because now she's had her hair caught on fire she's afraid of harry um you know where her and vernon usually do their horizontal dance but she doesn't want You know the hair thing to happen again, so whatever it that takes. And Harry asks Hedwig what she thinks, but you know all she does is tongue his ear. Yummy. I. You know I. I'm getting the willies just thinking
1: about that. Okay. Oh, and by the way, boys, girls, gals, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, if you are below. if you're below 18 you should not be listening this season at all oh my god it is no. just raunchy and dirty as hell Sorry, if you're under 18 it's very it's perverted. perverted
0: any of their seasons i was um <clears throat> on a zoom call with a friend of mine um who one who lives here in town and one who lives um out in braintree and <laughs> they were like but you do a podcast. So I was like telling them, well, yeah. And here's what our podcast is about. And, you know, go listen to King Falls if you want and go listen to improv. Um, Cause right now they're talking about Harry Potter and her kid walks by in the background. And I'm like, and do not let your children <laughs> listen to that podcast.
1: Yep.
0: I think her daughter is like in middle school now. Like, do not let the kids listen. They're the going to
1: learn things they
0: wish they never knew. They're gonna learn things their mom probably don't even know. Um, although maybe she does. She did marry a military man, and I love I love military guys. I'm not I'm not knocking the military, honestly. I swear to God, um, come from a military family, but you learn a lot when you're in the military. I'm just saying. You learn a lot of things about a lot of things that you might not have learned otherwise. I'm just saying. Yep. Um, but anyway, she tongues Harry's ear. <laughs> um vernon who has been in the cupboard under the stairs himself um tells harry or makes everyone and why did i put vernon has been under the cupboard and harry makes everyone call him daddy there was a segue in there that apparently i missed entirely forget it harry is now making everybody call him daddy um dudley asks harry to untie his feet so he doesn't have to hang from the ceiling anymore oh yeah apparently hung dudley from the ceiling um and dudley asks or demands whatever for more bacon petunia asks him if there's anything oh my god i have not listened to this episode in a while you can tell um so i apologize um if there's anything for her i don't know what she was asking for more breakfast was harry making breakfast oh i think harry was making breakfast um harry has hedwig feed Dudley and petunia petunia each a piece of bacon with his tongue that's it harry was feeding, was making breakfast petunia or hedwig feeds him that's what it was um vernon locks all of harry's magical things in a in the closet and harry's upset and then vernon realizes wait a minute harry can't do magic without his magical stuff Uh, now he demands to be called daddy he's the new daddy in the house um which is kind of creepy because you know harry's underage come on um harry asks hedwig to go tongue uncle vernon to get the key back from him and vernon is like yeah i'm not worried because we do all kinds of weird sex around here um and not king shaman you know vernon petunia go for it whatever um and so but it doesn't take long for him to start enjoying this whole you know tonguing of the ear thing which again is still giving me the willies yeah um, well it should. yeah and i'm just thinking of any tongue in my ear just, yeah it's like a wet willy why why um anyway the next day <laughs> i put the next day is harry's 21st birthday no he's only 12 he's not 21 sorry (laughs) um anyway the dursleys as usual ignore harry petunia just wants to get away from hedwig's tongue um which of course you know just prompts harry to tell her to to stick her tongue into vernon um who likes it uh and petunia too much is upset. yeah he likes it a little too much and petunia's upset about the visual representation of how much he likes this um tonguing situation uh, vernon has a business dinner later tonight and so at breakfast he tells dudley and petunia to rehearse what they're going to say um, petunia is supposed to be talking about how happy they they are um and how oh how happy they are sexually and how they now accept everyone of all sexual orientations and lifestyles um harry does admit they have become more accepting since the last book uh vernon says that they've always been accepting of all people just not wizards okay i don't know if i believe vernon on this one um he asks dudley what he's going to say when his boss arrives and of course um So Dudley is going to talk about the average volume of a container ship. Okay, sorry. The average volume of a container ship when it is at sea in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And he just repeats 65 ports to 79. He just keeps repeating that over and over again. Harry asks what Vernon would like him to do. Vernon wants him to to tell Hedwig to keep tonguing his ass. Hedwig is doing a lot of salad tossing in this episode, guys. I am so sorry. Um, and then to otherwise just stay out of sight. So Harry goes outside, um, notices that there are giant eyes staring at him from a hedge. He asks who it is, but before he can get any answers, uh, he's somehow magically back inside the house. We, we don't know how that happened um vernon takes away hedwig for 24 hours and tells harry he doesn't want to know where he's putting hedwigs okay like, hey, you don't want to know <laughs> poor hedwig i'm so sorry um but she but he does tell her that hedwig will be a brown owl soon guys why 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 Don, do you know why they do this no No, she doesn't know either. She's more interested in checking, inspecting her the insides of her eyelids.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Harry tells Vernon that if he mistreats Hedwig, he will fly Vernon, flay Vernon, and make bacon out of him and feed it to Hedwig. Good for you, Harry. Um, Vernon isn't phased by this because he knows. Oh, he isn't faced by this because this is how he and Petunia talk to each other all the time. And he sends Harry up to, to his room. <clears throat> when Harry gets to his room, um, the creature that with the giant eyes that was staring at him in the bushes is now standing on his bed. The, um, it's a small creature with bat-like ears, bulging green eyes, and wears a pillowcase and introduces himself as Dobby. Harry wants to know why his hands are all wet and slimy and dobby says that there was a flash flood downstairs of biblical proportions complete with a baby in a basket i don't remember that part from the book they just make shit up as they go along here oh that's why they call it improv um much yeah he also says that he's there to help harry harry tries to talk to dobby who um just bursts into tears. Or is trying not to burst into tears, but he's struggling to do so. Vernon yells upstairs because they're making too much noise. And um, also, is there a way to keep Hedwig's head from moving around so much during his meeting? But never mind, he just clenches. God, poor Hedwig. <laughs> I feel so bad for poor Hedwig right now. Um, Harry hugs Dobby, who tries to then bang his head on the window. But it doesn't make any noise, at least. So they won't upset Uncle Vernon. Harry begs uh, begs Dobby. No. Harry begins to sing to Dobby, who gets excited about sharing Harry's bed. Once again, do not let your children listen. <laughs> no, nope. I, I don't care how progressive and how open you discuss, you know, these things with your children do not let them listen to this podcast um dobby explains that he's punishing himself because he was bad harry tries to patch up the wounds in dobby's um on dobby with flintstone band-aids specifically bam bam dobby explains that harry shouldn't go back to hogwarts because it's dangerous harry's like i don't care do you see where i'm at now Even if I die on my first day back, on the first day of semester, my ass is still going back to Hogwarts because it's still better than this. So Dobby threatens him, saying that, um, saying something about Harry reminding him of someone and starting to bang his head again. This time, Vernon hears the noise, um, not so much the banging as the sounds Dobby is making. Dobby is making some interesting noises and starts yelling. Um about his meeting. He thinks Harry is just being a typical teenage boy and has Petunia give him more socks. Um, like no.
1: Because who doesn't need more socks in this world?
0: Yeah, Harry has got enough socks. Trust me on this one. Um Harry hides Dobby in his closet and Vernon rushes in to give Harry the socks and a bottle of lube. Well, at least he was thinking. At least he was thinking about Harry at this point um, and tells Harry to just stuff the sock in his mouth while he's at it um, to keep the moaning down. Uh, he needs Harry to be quiet so he can get his business done. Um, so of course, Harry then taunts him by telling Vernon how rich he is and that the only reason he stays with the Dursleys is because he's only 12 and Vernon suddenly just wants to know exactly how much money that transfers into end quote, human money um and who the beneficiary would be if something should suddenly happen to harry uh but harry tells him it's definitely not him so um he goes back downstairs to continue with his meeting vernon um oh harry finds out that dobby has been stealing all of his mail that he was supposed to be getting from ron and hermione over the summer Um, it's the only way that Harry's had to contact his friends, so now he's really pissed because apparently they don't have phones. I, I don't know. Um, Dobby tells Harry he can't go back to um, to Hogwarts and instead gives Harry his mail and run down, runs downstairs and levitates a dessert at the meeting. Harry tries to get Dobby to put the dessert back. Of course, Dobby drops it on the floor in front of everybody, pissing off the, Dur- the Dursleys, and Dobby runs away so they don't see him vernon gets a letter from somewhere we don't know where and reads it out loud and says it's a letter from hogwarts that they are not having classes and harry should apologize to the dursleys and give them his owl and it's signed dumbledorf um harry's like yeah no that's bullshit give me the letter the actual letter is welcoming harry back to school reminding him not to use magic outside of school um So armed with that information, the Dursleys are no longer afraid of him and lock him in the bedroom. Harry falls asleep and starts to dream about his situation. And Harry, as usual, talks in his sleep uh, while he's dreaming about going back to school. He wakes up to find Ron outside of his bedroom window in a flying car with his brothers, Fred and George. They talk about what they've been doing all summer, because that's what you do when you're there to rescue somebody. He's talk about what we did on your summer vacation. And they try to yank the bars off of Harry's window. Hedwig screeches, waking up Vernon, who runs into the room, begging Harry to at least leave the owl. He's like, you can go, I don't give a shit, leave the owl. Um, the Weasleys and Vernon have a tug of war over Harry while Vernon tries to work out the deal um, with Harry so that he can keep Hedwig. But Harry keeps telling him, no, Hedwig comes with me. Um. but Vernon uh-huh, yeah Harry's like, Hedwig comes with me and Vernon's like, but I come with Hedwig no not in that way no guys, no Um, the Weasleys win the tug of war, take off with Harry and he tells them about Dobby, Fred and George tell Harry all about house, house elves but they don't usually try to Hurt themselves, um, and that they don't need wands to do ma- magic, unlike wizards, and also that house elves are slaves, which you know kind of upsets Harry a little bit. Um, they arrive at the Burrows, which is the um, the Weasley's house. Mrs. Weasley yells at the boys for taking the car because they didn't um, they don't have insurance. But she doesn't yell at Harry because, of course, it's not his fault. Um, she snuggles him, and which is a new sensation for Harry. Um, and he sends Fred; she sends Fred, George, and Ron out to denome the garden, uh, and offers Harry food and tells her to call her tells him to call her mommy. Mister Weasley comes home from work and talks about his day. He's very excited to see Harry because he's so famous. And Harry reminds him that he's also very rich and offers to give him money to help out around the house, which he calls a shithole. Harry, you don't call your best friend's house a shithole. I don't care if it is a shithole. Um, Ron and Harry go up to Ron's room and they pass Ginny. She is singing about being a Ginny in a bottle, but is embarrassed when she sees Harry
1: and tells him, help, he is- "Come, come on in, let me out."
0: But she's definitely not singing about rubbing one out while thinking about Harry. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely not.
0: Definitely not. Um, and she wonders if Harry knows Christina Aguilera because Harry's famous and Christina Aguilera is famous. So they should not have to know each other because all the famous people know each other, right? Yep. Um, and then she and Ron fight about who's embarrassing who in front of Harry. While Mr. Weasley tells the kids to stop fighting and try to get some of Harry's money. And Mrs. Weasley confuses Jenny with one of the boys because how do you not at this point? She's got what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Does she have six or seven kids? I think she's got six and only one girl. So, I mean, shit, my mom's got two kids and she, real, she messes us up. So, yeah. With that many kids, how do you not confuse who's who, even if only one of them is a girl? Harry tells Jenny that he is happy to meet her and that he will see her later um, since she is going to Hogwarts this year, and he promises her that nothing dangerous will happen while she's there. (laughs)
1: Sure, Harry. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. Are you sure about that? It's Hogwarts after all supposedly the safest place in the wizarding world actually one of the most i seriously if if hogwarts is the safest place in the wizarding world the rest of the wizarding world is fucked um meanwhile mrs weasley wonders why half of her children are american um good question
1: (laughs) someone forgot to do the voices apparently
0: yes apparently or they do them so poorly you can't tell the difference um harry tells ron that is he really likes his sister and she seems nice and ron it's like don't don't even go there it's weird um he just wants to show harry his room or the shit pile as harry calls it again harry you don't call your friend's room a shit pile even if it is one come on um his room is covered in quidditch posters Harry just wants to go to bed, but Ron suggests that they play Smash Bros. instead. Ron plays Yoshi. Harry plays, is it Greninja? I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry, I don't play Smash Bros. Sorry, guys. Um, speaking of which, when are we going to get this uh, Smash Bros. tournament between Harry and, and Ron um, on Twitch? Somebody said that we're going to do that. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying. Noah, Mason.
1: Don't know what to tell you.
0: Um, anyway, Ron asks his dad to order pizza and suggests that Harry should be the one to pay for it. But Harry doesn't know how to order pizza. He didn't have a credit card. Um, and he doesn't know how to spend wizarding money, which you know, is probably why he has still so much of it. Ted Cruz does make a pop-up appearance. Um, you wouldn't have thought it, but Ted Cruz is well aware of the Wizarding World, apparently, um, and he just wants to let everyone know that he went back to college and is now doing, now making documentary films. Um, and that's it for that episode. Um, again, we don't have any listener questions because y'all never ask us anything. No, nope. oh. and I blew through that super quick yes so I apologize but again it's super quick super early in the morning and
1: and i'm gonna take a have, nap
0: yeah some people have to go to work
1: yep um,
0: let's see plugs i um yeah 90 degrees south is out you know what i really enjoyed it i was like episode two came out and i'm like episode two's out i really want to listen to it but then i kind of don't because i want to wait and binge the whole thing at once <laughs> <laughs> but i did listen to it it's really good um although oh my god the first episode it was it's it's not a complaint it's funny um but the agent whose name i can't remember right off the top of my head now um spent the whole time yawning because it was like butt crack on early for him when he got to um the station so i spent the entire time listening to the episode yawning <laughs> because it was so contagious so I appreciate there being far less yawning in episode 2 um, again it was not a complaint it was just an observation that I think is kind of funny that even over a podcast yawning is in fact contagious but I have that's fine though Yep, okay so yeah I, again I don't have any plugs this week
1: I don't, I don't got
0: any. It's been, it's been kind of a, a week. I have not listened to anything new. Hell, I haven't caught up on stuff I, I normally listen to. So that's all from my end. All righty. That is it for me. Well, all right, good. This has been Shotgun Saturday Nights, or again, Shotgun Saturday Mornings. Um, it is edited and produced by Don Lake and by Dana Olson. Follow us on Twitter at Shotgun 71 Email us your questions. Email us questions, people. This is not a suggestion. It is now an order. At ShotgunSaturdayNights at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget to like, share, and
1: review. Thank you for listening to Shotgun Saturday Nights, an unofficial King Falls AM fan cast. Our intro music is Get Ready by Fesleyan Studios. And our outro track is The Slumber of the Blackwood by As Above, So Below off their album Ritos 2, which is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Until next time.